0: Welcome. To today's Franchise Radio Show is entitled The Huge Power of Small, and uh, I'm with the world's foremost expert in this field. His uh, name is Paul Dunn. He's an international mentor of many well-known and famous business people and others. He's a presenter at TEDx, and he's been a mentor for me at Franchise Simply and at Microloan Foundation. Uh, he's has a long and star-studded career. Paul uh, began his career in Australia with Hewlett Packard, and wrote Innovative Software, was involved in um, accredited as being the marketing genius behind the, the Hartley Computer, which became a $23 million enterprise. He uh, he then uh, realised he had a passion for marketing, and he formed a company called Resorts Corporation, which grew into a $20 million company. And he focused a lot of his efforts over the years towards professional service uh, consultants like accountants and so on. And uh, is credited with having... Distributed something like 150 uh, odd thousand of his audio and video programs. So he's a man of some note, as you can probably acknowledge. He uh, mm-hmm. he sold his business and ent- his, his business assets uh, interest, some time ago, and he created uh, then his own network. I suppose been helping businesses around the world. He's passionate about helping them uh, also give back to social causes to so, uh, what he describes as. Increase the level of joy in our world, and uh, he's a co-founder and chairman of a revolutionary organisation called Buy One Give One, which Paul will give us a bit more information on later. But the uh, the overall impact of Buy One Give One is that, uh, in their terms, it uh, gives an effortless habit of making huge impact in our world today, and um, it's amazing. It's a portal for over 600 worthy causes, and has given. Over 68, I've been involved with over 68 million giving. So we're talking about someone here of some credibility. He's, he's one of the most inspiring and uh, stimulating speakers I've I've had the good fortune to be with, and I've been with many. And uh, he really just connects with people in a the, heart, in, in the beat of a heart. And uh, he's known as the Wizard of Wow. So today he's going to share with us some of his brilliant tips about how your business and you can benefit massively from... The huge power of small. So, welcome, Paul.
1: Brian, uh, you could go on forever. Right? <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was really lovely. Thank you very much for uh, having me here, and thank you very much for such a great introduction as well. And uh, for all of you listening right now, and sure to be here with you as well.
0: That's uh, that's absolute pleasure. So, just to quickly touch base with our listeners, that uh, I do recommend you have a pencil and paper. Um, available just for jot down some notes because you will get some absolute gems from Paul, and you may get the opportunity to listen to this again. Um, in which case, uh, that would be helpful, but I don't guarantee it. So do make sure you make some notes. Pin your ears back and let's go. So I'll start off by saying to, 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 to Paul, "Can you give me your definition of the, the huge power of small?"
1: Yeah, I certainly can. Actually, it's funny not too many people ask me for that definition, but uh, so let me let me. Uh... Uh, frame it this way. I think that whenever we're thinking about growing businesses, uh, we always think, oh, you know, you've got to do something big. So, for example, you might find someone say, oh, my goodness, I need some rebranding or something. And before you know it, you know, they, they, they put, put aside 10, 20, who knows how many thousands of dollars, when in fact, that simply isn't necessary. Uh, it turns out that the, the things that... Uh, that move us are actually tiny things. And so if I could explain it to you this way, Brian, that, that um, about two years ago, a, a guy that I know you, you uh, listen to, or at least uh, you read his blog every day, and that is Seth Godin. And for those of you who don't, you should. That's G-O-D-I-N. Seth, a couple of years ago, and you may know him from his first book called Purple Cow, but there's been many other books since then. And Seth said a couple of years ago, and noting that the world has changed very significantly, he, he said, we are now in the age of connection. This is the age of connection. Now, by that, he didn't mean that we need to have multiple Twitter accounts and all of that. He simply meant that we need to be connected back uh, to who we are. And the moment you do that, then you start to think about life and indeed your business in a very different way. So, for example, the way that we teach people to think about their business now is to think about it as moments of connection and start looking. So, in other words, think think about that this way. Think that you're not marketing. Think that you're not selling. Think that you're not doing anything like that. Think that your only job is to connect. And if you think about it that way, and then you also do what Michael Gerber advised us to do so many years ago now, and he said, you know, there's no such thing as a business. All there is is simply a series of connected processes. So if you think about your business as a series of tiny processes, then you start to ask questions about how within each moment of those connections can I change things? And they are very small things. For example, let's, let's, let's talk about some realities of modern life. The reality is that most all of us these days, we don't have fixed lines. Uh, we have mobile phones, right? And, and, you know, people call us on the mobile phones. with You see many more more small businesses now, and we're switched on 24 hours. And so here we are. We've got a mobile phone on. In comes a call. And would you believe it, Brian? So many people, when they get that, even though it's a business call, they answer their phone this way. Hello? I mean, I mean, give me a break. (laughs) You you know what? I mean, that's not exactly, you know, the most uh, inspiring thing uh, to do. So just by changing the words, the way in which you do that, uh, you get a very, very different outcome. For example, good afternoon XYZ company, this is Sally Johnson, is a much more effective way of doing that. Say, for example, something that's probably happened to people uh, today, people listening to us now, where someone has said to them, you know, what's the price? In other words, you, you, you've outlined some product or service, and then they say, what's the price? Well, you know, Brian, as well as I do, that some people will answer that question like this. It's $1,038, or whatever the number is, right? And, and just think about that from the perspective of the, the person to whom you've given that information. What are they going to do? They say, oh, wow, that's really extraordinary. What are they going to do? They could say that. They most likely will say, particularly if it's on the phone, they'll most likely say, thank you so much for that information, I'll give you a call back. Now, they didn't mean to lie, because you know what's going to happen. And what's going to happen is they're going to call someone else. So what if, again, bearing in mind the power of small, you, you, you just apply a tiny, tiny change to the way in which you said at 1,038? And the way you might say it is, for example, someone says, well, "What's the price, and you would say, well, fine, thanks for asking. It's actually $1,038, and that includes a number of very special things. Now, as you've been listening to that, just imagine that we were having that conversation, then what's going to happen is you are almost invariably going to ask me, oh, really, what are those special things? And the moment you do that, you change the emphasis from just being sort of price only to all of the benefits that you, you have of people dealing with you and so that's a very simple example of how just a very uh, small change by and in, in you know in the words we use uh, actually produce huge outcomes. and by the way the outcomes are huge. I mean we were talking recently to uh, someone who's a garden designer and just by doing that they they have tracked a 100% increase, and you know and I know what a 100% increase means, Uh, a 100% increase in their business, and they're doing that at a 40% greater price than they were doing before, simply by changing the words around it. So it's a great example of, uh, and I love the way, by the way, in the introduction you said the huge (laughs) power It's small, so a very small change producing you know, huge impacts. So, and the, the the magical thing about it is that when you start to think of your business in a, in terms of a series of processes, uh, and all you're asking yourself is, how can I connect additionally within that moment? And it changes everything about your business. And the good news is, it doesn't cost you anything to do it.
0: So, what we're saying, really, yes, it's not expen- it's not spending money with gurus. It's actually using some. I suppose common sense, and I, 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 you're right, Seth Godin is quite remarkable, the way he can so succinctly describe things. And that thought about connecting with people, not selling and marketing. So, so what we're saying then, Paul, is that's all part of this emphasis on relationship.
1: Absolutely. Uh, you know, I, I, I'm not sure whether you saw what Seth said the other way the other day, but he, he was talking at a conference. We, we should say this program is brought to you by Seth Godin, but anyway. <laughs> Seth said that he was trying to find one sentence that would describe marketing, and he said, uh, you know, from the point of view of, the, of the, uh, uh, the prospective customer, he said, you know what, it, it really goes like this. Um, it, it, is this what people like us like to do? Um, and and that's very interesting too. It's all about now, you know. As you know, Brian, you can create niches all over the place instead of trying to be, you know, experts to. Oh, God, thank you know, everything to everybody. You can be, you know, in that niche, and and easily now through the power of the web, and again by using the power of small, uh, you you can dominate various marketplaces very easily. Which is why. We see people in even professions like, say, law or even professions like accounting. We see people who are essentially creating businesses in their bedrooms and, you know, because of the way technology works these days and they're outperforming, out-servicing, out-everything, you know, the, the, the bigger firms where they've got all these legacy issues and so on. So I think that this is a very, very exciting time. I can't remember a time like it. I think the opportunity is there are amazing, and they're so simple to grab once you start thinking about things in what I call the power of small way.
0: It's fascinating. I can see how it's just bringing things down to their simple form. And as you know, the KISS formula is something that we've built this business on. Uh, Franchise Simply is very, very, very basically that. And, um, yeah. And, and uh, the people that are listening today and, and future, in the future will listen to the recordings of this particular podcast – are people who are butchers, bakers, candlestick makers and accountants and lawyers and people from every and whichever profession and business you can think of because franchising is a concept that can apply to any business. So I wonder, could you pull out, maybe maybe take a case study either of a typical sort of business or maybe from a number just to give us some examples of other things which people sure. use as the power, as the huge power of
1: I surely can. In in fact, let me let me talk specifically about someone who is franchising um, uh, and disrupting uh, a a massive industry. They happen to be doing that in the United Kingdom, and the industry, or if you will, profession that they're disrupting, is the profession of real estate. And they've started from uh, by asking, you know, very simple questions, like, for example. Why do we need an office? That's a good question, you know, because these days, as you know, Brian, you, 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 know, you, you can sign documents and uh, you know, electronically. You don't actually need to go to the office to do all of these sorts of things. So they've created a fantastic business. The guy doing it is his name is Glenn Ackroyd. Um, he has, I'll tell you how good this is, he has 100 people a month turning up in a particular venue with you know, waving money essentially to buy his franchise, uh, he only selects five of them uh, each month, uh, and it, it's a fabulous thing. Now, you might say, well, how does this how does this work in relation to the power of small? Well, uh, here's what happens when uh, he was thinking about the, the way, you know, the thing I said a moment ago, thinking about processes and how you can uh, get connection uh, in those processes. He, he started thinking about it in interesting ways. So he said, okay, well, there is a process, for example, where we might uh, show people uh, we might open the home, you know, like open the home for inspection, you know, kind of like in an auction process or something like that. And he said, in the past, what we used to do when people came in, we would say thank you, and we would give them our business card. Now, what they do, and they use... A thing, Brian, that I know you're a part of, and you mentioned it earlier on, a thing called buy one, give one, business for good, or b one, g one, business for good. And here's what they do. When those, those, those people have uh, come through the uh, open house or open home, they simply give them what we call a gratitude certificate. and it, And it simply says... Thank you so much for visiting us at, you know, you move, which is the name of the company. Um, and we're really grateful that you did. And, and to, and to express that, we would like you to know, and then these numbers change depending on, you know, various, various things. We would like you to know that, uh, three children, uh, have gotten access to pure life saving water just because you went out of your way to come and visit us, visit us at this open home today thank you so much and together it just proves as well that we all can make a really fascinating difference to our world and you know when, when, when people get that you you can imagine you can imagine what goes on you know particularly when it, and it's done by the way authentically and it's done with total sincerity and and you know glenn is a guy who's and saying for a long time he's been looking for a way of making a difference, and all of a sudden he found B1. Jim was like, "Oh my gosh, I can actually put this into uh, you know practice in my business. Beer, the power of small." So in other words, it's not about you know we proudly support X Y Z company or anything like that. It's about saying, "Gosh, look at these business processes. We can actually do things which connect us in a very different way. The impact, uh, not surprisingly, is huge." Um, you know, and it, it just makes a difference, because all of a sudden, people start to feel connected. In, you know, you can you know, and go back to the phone, you know, <laughs> if my answering the phone, it's like, hello, and then contrast that with good afternoon, B1G1, this is all done. I mean, which, which, which one just connects a lot better? Certainly not the hello, you know, that kind of thing. Um, and it, so, it, and it's, what's also interesting is that it is all, um, pervasive. I mean, uh, uh, again, just by looking at things through a different lens and that different lens is not, Oh my God, you know, it's, it's going to cost us, you know, tens of thousands of dollars to, uh, to get some kind of business increase here, uh, to, to differentiate. Uh, it's, it's just going to be, you know, well, next to nothing. In fact, in zero in most cases, which is really fun.
0: That's, that's an amazing example. That sounds like an interesting case study. You move,
1: is it? The name of the business that you yes, and they, and the way Yes. Yeah, yeah. hmm. That's right. And the way, they, the way they do that in the United Kingdom, I have to tell you, I'm, I'm not 100%. Uh, <laughs> it's like weird. Let okay? me tell you why it's weird. Uh, it turns out that in the United Kingdom, a lot of brands get associated with uh, cuddly animals, you know, at, oh, and okay. like in the on TV. So these guys thought, well, what could we do? So they, uh, <laughs> they actually use sheep. And so the U is E-W-E. <laughs> and seriously. And Glenn is called the head shepherd. Uh, that's, that's his title. Uh, it, it's totally bizarre. But, uh, but you, you know, that, again, that's a simple little change. Instead of calling him managing director, he's called the head shepherd. Um, <laughs> And people notice that, and people talk about it, and as a result, you get buzz, and as a result, you get traction, and as a result of that, the business builds.
0: Wow, that takes a bit of a bit a bit a bit of bravado. I must admit, I'd be a little bit shy of actually going out there with a with a you and being the head shepherd. But it just goes to show whether it's as you say, maybe they've been cultivated to that sort of thing in the UK. But you know, I suppose isn't that a fact though? Don't we all tend to dismiss change? and particularly even smallest of things, as being irrelevant or something that isn't scary or won't work. And and, and in fact, 80% of the population, to my mind, in business have got their heads in the sand at the moment because they're in denial about the changes that you're talking about.
1: Absolutely, um, and and you, you're you're right. I mean, we are we are creatures of habit, uh, and there, there's good news and there's bad news on that. I, I mean, I think I've, I've shared with you before that I think one of the one of the best business books, and funnily enough, wasn't written as a business book, uh, and it's called The Power of Habits, written by a guy called Charles Duhigg, which is spelled D-U-H-I-G-G. And, uh, it, and again, the title is The Power of Habit. It's a very compelling read, because this guy is a journalist with, or uh, was a journalist with the New York Times. Um, uh, and and what, what he does is very interesting. He talks about how we all have patterns and how these patterns can change and what it takes to actually change habits. Uh, and it's actually very tiny things that it takes. Um, and uh, so it's well worth a read. And, and you know what I know. That and this, this is this of course one of the one of the wonderful things about franchises. I mean, what does franchising do? One of the things it does, it says, you know, here's a system, here's a way of doing things that we know works. Another way of saying that is here are a series of habits that when you do them in your business, you will get the same results that we are getting in our business, right? That's essentially what, what franchising is. And uh, so uh and invariably it's tiny things. For example, uh, here in McDonald's. Let me, let me show you a very, very simple thing. Here, when I say here, Brian, as you know, I live, uh, in Singapore and work globally. Uh, but here in Singapore, you'll, 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 you'll see exactly what happens when you go into McDonald's. It doesn't happen in Australia, actually. It happens, uh, right here in Singapore. The, the person at the, at the counter, right, the first thing they are forced to do in relation to the training, if you like, is to lift their hand in a, if you can imagine, just lifting your hand like as if you're, not extending it, but you know, you're know, kind of sort of waving at someone, saying hi, if you, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. And what's interesting about that little lift of the hand is the moment you do that, you know what else happens? Your eyes lift up. And your eyes lift up from that till, and bang, you're looking face to face with the customer. You're now establishing trust and connection right off the bat. So it's a very small move. But you know, it changes everything. It really does. And, and what's interesting about the power of small is the more uh, the, the, the more you get that it's all about small things, the more you just notice that that's actually true. You know, you just see all of these little uh, these little examples. One one I was talking about the other day. Uh, you know, and and I'm, I'm like you, I, I, I travel a lot, and and, uh, and sometimes when you're in hotels, and and I'm also like you, Brian, and as much as I use glasses, or at least I wear glasses. And when you and I get in the shower in the morning, we don't usually keep the glasses on. So you go into the hotel, I wonder if any of our listeners have done this, you go into the hotel and you've got these tiny little bottles, I would say, you've no idea what they say because the, the labels, are, you know, you, you just can't read them. And by this time, you're in the shower, you're, you're soaking wet and you're going, is this one shampoo, is this one mouthwash, is this one, what is this? <laughs> And so it becomes, it becomes a question of, you know, finding the right colour. Well, you know, I, I, I frequently have been wash, washing my hair. I'm sad to admit this, but I have. Washing my hair with mouthwash because you know, I, I, I picked the wrong colour. Now, it doesn't take too much to, uh, uh, to change all of that. And, 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 and in fact, I was uh, talking about it recently. I was in, a, uh, I was in uh, Washington in the U.S. speaking over there. And uh, you know, think about think about this for a minute. Uh, be, because this is a very exciting time. Uh, again, there's never been a time like it. Uh, you know, industries complete industries are being disrupted massively. Uh, think of uh, think of taxis. Uh, think of you know think of taxes versus Uber. Mm-hmm. Uh, think of hotels versus Airbnb. What, what, now, let, let's just let's just focus on Uber just for one simple you know one simple moment. So what happens with Uber? I mean, when you boil it all down, what have Uber got? All they've got is a little app. That's it, which puts you in control of where the driver is, where the drive, when the driver is going to uh, going to arrive, and it also puts you in in control of the payment process. It's already done right for you. You don't go searching around for credit cards and all of that kind of stuff. But the important thing is, it's not a big thing. But what's the big thing? The big thing is. Uber has no stock, no nothing, and yet, as of today, is valued at 42 billion dollars. I mean, if you if you want a better example of the power of small, I can't think of one. Think of think of uh, Airbnb as well. You know, in the hotel industry, you and, uh, and you know, massive disruption. More people stayed in Airbnb properties last night than stayed at Hilton and Marriott combined, and yet, Airbnb. Airbnb don't have uh, you know any any stock i mean they don't own any hotels or anything like that and they're worth 21 uh, what was it 21 billion at the at the last count now but so now imagine you're in the you're in the middle of that and uh, so you're a hotel what are you going to do seriously what are you going to do mm. well um, you might want to go your our listeners might want to go look up even hotel so that's e v e n Hotel. I'll tell you where that starts, why on earth would they call them even? I mean, you know, that's not a big challenge to call a hotel. But why would you do that? You know, the answer is because they have no odd numbered rooms. Bizarre! <laughs> but, that, but that's true. But when you go in, when you go in, they have at the, the, the door of the hotel, they have this big mat. And the big mat simply says, in great big letters, it's beautifully done, it really is beautifully done. And it says, hello. And then it says, that's the first of many. That's all it says on, on, on that map, right? It doesn't cost them very much for that map, but it sets the entire scene now. So you then go in, you find the reception desk is, is completely separate from where reception desk, you know, reception desk in hotels, they're always, you know, in front of that back office thing. You wonder what the hell goes on behind there. Do you know the thing? And there's always like high desks and all of that sort of stuff. So there, there's immediately, there's no connection. So you look at uh, even hotels it's just a little round table, you sit down on the round table, bang, someone registers you, it's really really, really interesting. So if you want to see wonderful and, and and then once you start thinking about that in terms of the power of small, guess what? In in the hotel, the one thing that you won't have that's small is shampoo bottles. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you know, you can see the pictures of uh, 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 of all of that. It's a great example. And and by the way, um, you know, if you if you look them up, you'll find uh, here's here's what's uh, another thing that's happening. Is you know, if you you know, most of us used to make decisions based on uh, this. This is a really ex- interesting example of the power of small bone – Most of us use used to make decisions because it was the only way we could based on you know the marketing information that hotels put out. Right? That's, that, that was it. And they were spending, like so many businesses, tens if not hundreds of thousands of dollars on marketing information and so on and so forth. And that's not where we go anymore to, to book hotels. Where do we go? We go to TripAdvisor. And by the way, ha, ha, have a guess how much that is. Free, right? And we go, we go to TripAdvisor. And why do we go there? Because we know that there are going to be real reviews from real people and we looked at it, and for, for example, the reason that the person in Rockville, in, in Washington, uh, booked me into the Evening Hotel is because that's exactly what she did. She went to TripAdvisor. She, now, she lives in that area. This, this person owning the business where I was working. Um, and, and she went on to TripAdvisor. She found this particular hotel had greater than 500 uh, uh, notes on there from TripAdvisor reviews. And the average, and by the way, the maximum you can get is five, The average was 4.9. So where are you going to go? And, And so how does the hotel do that? Have a look at this. How does the hotel do that? Well, not through expensive marketing. You won't find any ads for even hotels. But what you will find is lots and lots and lots of very positive reviews. How do they get that? When you get into the hotel, have a guess what they ask you to do. Fill out a review before you leave. Very, very simple. And you can actually do that online up into the thing. You know, it's, it's just a, a simple example of asking people or again, thinking, you know, how can I connect? What can I do in all of these processes that form my business to connect? And if you can just, uh, people joining us now can just start to think of that and go, hang on, if I, if I sort of took a, a helicopter view of my business, what would I see? I'd see this process here, I would see this process here, I'd see this process You know, I'd see lots and lots and lots of processes. So how can I look at each one of those processes and make tiny changes, all designed to connect in a different way, and as a result get a business that is truly connected and that becomes a very inspiring business. It becomes a very compelling business for team members to want to be a part of and it, com- it becomes a compelling business for customers to want to be involved with as well.
0: That's, that's amazing. thank you for working so many examples into that little case study and those other others that you mentioned. Now, what I see there fairly simply is you know what we're saying is at every point get that develop that connection they're looking in the, in the big picture with regards to their marketing, but they realize their customers are the strongest referrals, and we all know that's true, but they work to do it. So, what I love, I thought straight away, that's probably a five-star hotel, because as opposed to saying hi, or welcome, hello just sets a tone which is not exactly formal, but a little bit more personal. Um, exactly,
1: and, exactly. And and that's...
0: So they follow it through. So, so when they've got you wowed in the hotel, then you know, it's, a, it's, not a, it's not an effort
1: to write them a, a, a review on TripAdvisor because you're feeling pretty happy with yourself because you made a good choice. Oh, uh, absolutely correct. Uh, absolutely correct, 1,000% correct. And you go up, when you go up in, in the room, very simple thing too. You know, there, there's a, the usual cupboards and all of that kind of stuff, but then you open one of those cupboards and you never guess what's behind it. What's behind it is a whiteboard. Together with you know pens and marker pens and rubbers and all of those sorts of things, so that if you've got other people in the room, which you know the rooms are big enough to do, you can actually have a business meeting there, and all of that kind of stuff. So it's just rethinking everything um, from a different perspective, you know. And someone, uh, someone, someone said, you know, a, a perspective is looking at things from a place where you're not, which is very difficult because you can't be in a place where you're not. <laughs> but you, you you can start to position yourself as the customer and looking at always at these little things because you think about it it's the little things that make you go oh look at that it's always the little things that take your breath away and so this is about how can i build a business where at every interaction uh, that i have with customers effectively i'm taking their breath away
0: yeah, tell me. I mean, eye-catching is something that comes to mind when we talk about some of these things. I don't mean literally visually, but when you look at uh, when you look at uh, Glenn Aykroyd, you mentioned with his his his, his uh, head shepherd and his you move. Um, how important is it to find something that's a little bit? <laughs> and is that dangerous because you could end up being seen as just being a bit? You know, is there a
1: tipping point? It's interesting because you know here we are talking about the power of small um, and, and and recognizing that, but there is one thing which is seemingly small but it's actually huge and yeah, but it's very tiny uh, and let me let me quote you from um, Simon Sinek and uh, you know many of us listening would know that Simon wrote you know Start with Why. In 2010, and you know, it's, it's the third most watched uh, TED talk of all time, with you know 30 million people uh, watching that. And uh, in a in a conversation with me once, he he said this. He said differentiation. And let's think about that. We all want to differentiate, right? Because we are uh, we stand the risk of being in what I call a sea of sameness. Uh, the question is, how do we break out of that? Well, the power of small certainly helps you, um, but Simon said this, he said, differentiation, uh, Brian, comes from clarity of why, not from an excess of what. And one of the things that we tend to do is very interesting, you know, if you you think about economic cycles and, and, you know, being impacted by that in various ways, of course that's just uh, around the way that you think. But, um, you know, let's say, and and God forbid that this is the case, but let's just say... That people's business is in a rut. It's, it's, you know, it's, it's not growing or whatever. And so, what we tend to think is, oh, we need more stuff. You know, we need, we need to add this. We need to add that. We need to have this new product. We need to have this. You know, and essentially get more watts. But, uh, but go back to Simon. You know, it just, just comes back to clarity of why. And so, one of the little tiny things that I'd love. Uh, everybody who's listening to us now to just do is is get their mobile phone and uh, please don't write this down but just get your mobile phone and, and press the record button you know voice record and just complete the following sentence in your phone and it goes like this I get up every morning to and then you complete the sentence now for most of us when we do that the first time it's going to sound like this. I get up every morning to. Oh God! I wish I'd never pressed the record button because I have no idea why. I got <laughs> um, and so, what you do is you you, you kind of iterate that uh, that process until you become very clear about it. I get up every morning, whatever it is, doesn't matter what it is. And once you get that, then that's that, that becomes the real secret. Uh, if, if you and Brian, I know that you you've seen me do this. If you if you ask yourself right now. Uh, you know, what's the world's most valuable company? Your answer would be Apple, and you'd be absolutely correct. But go back uh, to the 8th of January, 19, uh, 1998, uh, 1999, I beg your pardon, uh, when Steve Jobs came back and, you know, the share price was $2.57, and Apple was three months from bankruptcy. Mm-hmm. What does he do? Does, does he go, oh, you know, let's get a new product or, you know, whatever? No, he doesn't do that. You can find, and we might even put this in the, in the notes, uh, you know, you can find a little video that we did about that, which is all about jobs getting doing two things. One, simplifying, 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 and secondly, really articulating why Apple exists. And it's when you, when you are able to do that and define the why and define the marketplace that you're wanting to work with, and it opens up everything. It's a tiny, tiny little thing to do, you know. It does And here's the thing, you know, Brian, if I said to someone, by the way, I love this wonderful thing, you know, it's going to cost you $23,000 to do it, right? You go, oh, it's got to be good. But if I, if I say to you, pick up your phone, do this, it costs you nothing. Oh, I'm not sure I could do that. And yet, that little thing I just asked you to do will change everything for you. And, and by the way, uh, just so that uh, everybody knows, I'm, I'm not surprisingly very clear on, uh, on why I get up every morning, and I'm uh, you know, happy to tell you why that is uh, in, in just a moment. But um, it, it just comes from looking at things in a, in a very simple, uh, very simple way, and, and, uh, and being authentic and developing trust and so on.
0: That's, that's actually something which is an, quite an extraordinary talent or, or skill that I think very, very few people have ever embraced. Um, I, I, I know that I've been, I've been around for a few decades and uh, it's interesting in running through that exercise, which I've done myself, I realized things that I hadn't realized. While had some businesses have been successful, some haven't been. Because I, I had I didn't have my wife straight. I was not in the right space. I was there for the wrong reasons. And I, mean, yeah, I, I think no matter how hard you try, no matter how charming you may think you are or how great a salesman or tradesman or accountant or lawyer, if your heart and soul isn't in it and people don't connect and you're really there just for the outcome, um, it, it becomes transparent at, at the end and people get it. And it happens with huge businesses, doesn't it? We see huge businesses fail because they were, they, they were there... Without the right sort of motivation, yeah, things that, back on. Well, yeah. it, it, you sort of half volunteered then. Um, can you tell us <laughs> what, 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 what when you get up in the morning, call? Not to hear if you
1: don't. Like, I'm not right? No, you, you, it's, a bit, it's it's very clear. So I I get up every morning uh, to give businesses the power to change lives just by doing what they normally do. It's as simple as that.
0: Wow. That's simple, succinct, and I, I, I can appreciate why you're known as the wizard as well. That's that's delightful. Um, what I'm gonna ask everyone to do, and I'm gonna put this into a into an email, is actually to do that and to send them in to me. I'd love yeah. everyone to send oh, that'd, that'd a little email or they can send me as a recording, just you know, MP three and send it through from their phone or whatever. Why? Just just saying I get up in the morning to or because. I mean, I get up in the morning because I help driven business owners, uh, who want more time and money and want to grow their business into an asset uh, by showing them how to franchise simply cost effectively and successfully. And, and that gives me a huge thrill because it allows me to help women in Africa start their businesses and lift themselves from, from poverty.
1: So that's fine. That, yeah. I
0: that's a bit, a little bit on the long side. I don't know, but just in, in sort of,
1: not at all, not at all, I mean, I I, I, mean, I, I saw uh, someone the other day, let me see if I can find this just, uh, just quickly, I think I might be able to, hang on a second, Uh, yes, have a look at this, here's a, a woman, her, her name is Moira, Okay, and Moira has a tiny little business, currently a tiny business, but it's going to be pretty big, I think, and it's selling very tiny things, you know what it's selling, Brian, it's selling seeds, you know, things oh, yeah. that you plant, okay, <laughs> <laughs> Now when you buy the seeds, there's a little buy one give one message on the on the back of it. But I, I asked her to do this exercise the other day, you know, and and uh, the why exercise. Have a listen to how it came out. It came out like this. This is Moira, yeah. Okay? Um I get to get up in the morning to inspire people, young and old, to pick up a spade or a trowel and to experience the positive impact that gardening has on their lives. And then to leverage that change. To change the lives of less fortunate people in our world. Wow. that's amazing. That exactly. <laughs> yeah. you know? and, and, and all of a sudden you get, and of course, what we would be doing and are doing with tomorrow is working on uh, putting that up on the website because people do need to know that. Mm. Uh, and and uh, you know, um, uh, because, because again, to get back to Simon. As in Simon know, differentiation comes from, from clarity of why, not from excessive why. And So once you get that, then it changes everything. In fact, let me give you another little thing that people might want to do. Brian, I think it's a great example that, that you've uh, set there, and I think it's a great idea that people would, would uh, send that to you. Let me just very quickly just go through uh, a couple of things that people might find very useful. Um, and... and You know, one of the things that that you and I study and and, and look at is, is, you know, the whole sort of sales process. And so imagine for the moment that I was involved with uh, whatever it is. Let's say I'm involved with training, for example. And someone says to me, okay, Paul, so tell us about your training. The non-skilled person is going to go, well, you know, we do this and we do this and we do this and we do this and we do this, right? That's the non-skilled person. The, the so-called skill person, and this is where almost everybody in the world is at now, through what various versions of it, you know, consult a good selling, counsel selling, or whatever, where instead of saying that, someone says to you, well, tell me about your training, what you would do is, if their name is John, you would say, John, thanks for that question. You know what, I love nothing better than talking about my training, but what really fascinates me is what are the outcomes that you would like from Something like this. And then John goes, what? and you say, oh, John, can, can I take notes? Of you? You go, John is now telling you. And then, of course, miraculously at the end, and, and obviously authentically, uh, then you saying, well, John, that's, that's fascinating. And I think that's certainly some of the outcomes that we'll be able to get through your tra- or through our training. And then you start to explain why. So that's a very classic way of doing it. But let me just change it, change it up one little bit by thinking about the power of So we know version 1, which is blah, 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 blah. Version 2, you know, where you ask them to talk about the outcomes. But here's version 3. So version 3 says this, ready? So John says, well, Paul, tell me about your training. And I said, well, John, you know, I love nothing better than talking about training. But what I'd like to suggest, if it's okay with you, is if we just do something a little differently uh, to begin our meeting today. Would that be okay? And John says, mm, "Yeah, go ahead." So, well, John, thinks thanks so much. Here's here's what I'm going to do, if it's okay, I'm, I'm going to chat with you very briefly about why uh, why we do what we do in our company, and then going to get your reaction to that. Would that be okay with you? Mm, no one has ever done that before, but yes. So <laughs> then you go. For example, you could you could talk. You could be Myra. Well, you know, I get up every morning to inspire people young and old to pick up a spade or a to experience the positive impact that gardening has on their lives. And then to leverage that through the lives of less fortunate people in our world. And then, so he said, so John, how do you feel? I said, wow, that's remarkable. Wow. And at that moment, what's happened is, you know, it's all about understanding that people don't buy what you do, they buy what you believe in. And, and it's all about understanding that, that this is not about serving uh, everybody who might want or need your product or service. It's about dealing with people who believe what you believe. So if you think about that little example, what have you now got? You've got someone who absolutely believes what you believe, and so now you're travelling down the same path together. And That's why I think all of this and the power of small is just so important in terms of producing huge results across Uh, Across different industries, across different professions, and so on. It's a, you know, I mean, I'm just buzzed by what I might want to do with all of this in a small way.
0: Uh, Paul, absolutely, and so am I, and that comes across so tangibly on the airwaves. But uh, we can't become too huge because we've got to keep this small, and we've run out of time. So uh, what I'd like to do, (laughs) thank you most sincerely for your huge, small uh, observations, (coughs) which are fantastic and I'll certainly be putting some information um, along with the accompanying email and so forth for people but I'll just reinforce a couple of quick names for everyone it was Seth Godin that's C-E-T-H-G-O-D-I-N do have a look at his at his blogs and so forth really worth looking at yeah
1: subscribe yeah, yes, to Seth yeah
0: and then there was The Power of Habit from um, was that Charles was that?
1: Charles Duhigg yeah, yeah
0: Yep, absolutely and of course Simon Sinek just, just Google him and Ted and you'll get a wonderful 18 minute talk or you'll get his book so there's a lot more information there as well that we've had today which is absolutely gold so I'm, I'm just about to uh, sign off and say Paul thank you very much indeed but um, I'll perhaps ask you just briefly if you might just add a little bit about B1G1 or y one Give one just for our listeners here who are perhaps not familiar with the concept
1: I uh, certainly, uh, Brian. First of all, thank you for that, and, and uh, thank you for the, the last half an hour. And hopefully, these these next couple of minutes will be interesting too. And in order to make the most interesting, uh, because it all it is all about the power of small to produce amazing stuff. So um, I, maybe for just a, a minute, we could just imagine a very a very different world. Um, just pause it and imagine it, and imagine a world that. For example, just imagine when you when you um, bought a plasma TV, as a for example, just imagine what would happen if when you did that, somebody who could not see got the gift of sight. Imagine today, you know, when you go have that cup of coffee or that cup of tea or whatever is your favorite brew, imagine that when you did that, somebody somewhere Got access to pure life-saving water just because you did that. Or imagine, you know, if you've written a book, if if someone were to buy the book, uh, imagine that a tree might get planted. Um, and that's, you know, very tiny things, but that's what we imagined in B1G1 uh, way back when, actually in 2007. And then it took us three years to figure out how to make that happen and so and now uh, people everywhere in small to medium scale businesses right around the world can become a part of this movement uh, they can create their own giving stories in really amazing ways uh, with, uh, you know, a thousand or so projects that are there for them to choose from, high-impact projects. And and so uh, this helps them do that and, and create real meaning and, and real purpose and, at the same time, make a real difference in our world. And what's really cool um, in relation to the power of small, you know, we tend to think of, You know, when you're giving, we tend to think that you've got to be quote unquote successful and be big and make huge donations and all of that kind of stuff. But amazingly, as you know, the uh, the giving and your giving in B1G1 can start from just one cent. And that, and and as you said at the beginning, um, you know, imagine never ever doubt that that a tiny, tiny idea. Can really have profound impacts because right now, as, as we're doing this interview, uh, consider that that, that little tiny idea has led to 68,500,000 giving impacts in our world. The way we think of that is that that 68,000, 68 million, I should say, 500,000 smiles that would not have existed. It, not for the fact that someone became part of this movement uh, in B1G1. And if you would like to have a look at being a part of it, which of course we would love you to do, then all you need to do is go up to B1G1.com. Very simple: the letter B followed by the number one, followed by a G, followed by the number one, dot com, and we'd love to see you there. Fantastic,
0: Paul. Thank you. And also, I'm proud that the uh, Foundation, the uh, the organisation that I founded, we're, we're really delighted to be uh, partners to some degree with B1G1, and uh, we appear on their portal. And I do recommend anyway that you look at the website. Paul Paul is one of those talented people who also was in the world at the right time through the whole evolution of software and where we are today, from being a software writer and a, an IT expert through to marketing and sales and, and an international speaker you look at the website, you see the copy of this man. It's really powerful, and it is the power of small because he uses less copy <laughs> than anybody I've seen, but has a bigger impact. So, Paul, thank you very much indeed. I really enjoyed it. I hope everybody else as well, and I'd love to have the opportunity to talk to you again on some other aspect of the, the wonderful world of wizardry that is in within your, <laughs> your, <laughs> your head. So, thank mm-hmm. you, Goodbye, and thank you, everybody. Look forward to talking to you soon when we have our next
1: franchise radio show. Thank you, Brian. Bye. Welcome to the franchise.